All right, everybody, welcome back. So today we are going to be answering a quite an important question that I feel like a lot of real estate agents have, especially recently, and that is how to be successful uh, generating leads and generating new business on LinkedIn. So I know a lot of new real estate agents or just real estate agents in general have kind of been looking more into LinkedIn as a platform to generate leads. And uh, who better to have on to talk more about this than a real estate agent and LinkedIn marketing expert, Hugh Lorch. So Hugh is a LinkedIn ex expert at, and he's been helping a lot of people be very successful using LinkedIn and using some simple strategies that I think anybody can uh, can go ahead and implement. So without further ado, I want to bring in my guest, uh, Hugh. Hugh, welcome to the show. Yeah, good to see you again, Kobe. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I'm, I'm really excited about this because um, I've been personally looking into LinkedIn a lot as well. And I feel like it's a very dynamic platform. So I mean, just right off the bat, um, for anybody who might not know you who, you know, don't know kind of like what your background is, would you kind of mind just telling us a little bit more about how you got into this? Um, how LinkedIn has been able to kind of help you and your real estate business uh, in the past as well? And what kind of got you into, you know, just being this, you know, almost like LinkedIn coach for a lot of these real estate agents? Yeah, you bet. Um, yeah, very simply, uh, many, many years, I, I've been selling real estate in Arizona for about 20 years. And uh, during those 20 years, I was literally dominantly or predominantly selling median priced homes. And then at one point, I said, like to get into the luxury market. And I used LinkedIn in order to do that. And so my thinking was uh, to uh, find people through LinkedIn that had similar clientele, so that that would have similar luxury home clientele, and I would reach out to them and message them and and try to build what I would call a referral relationship. So, um, and that would be, for instance, in the luxury market, that would have been a uh, financial services person, uh, insurance, high-end car salesman, so on and so forth, and uh, went very well. And I did fine, and I did well in the luxury market, and. Uh, at one point, uh, I just start. I started to to train uh, luxury home sales, and uh, LinkedIn was one of about six or seven strategies. And uh, and then at one point, it got popular. And so, uh, whether it was real estate agents or even lenders or title people, started to reach out to me, and uh, and you know find out what I was doing. So I kind of I pretty much semi retired myself out of out of the real estate, uh, the actual taking clients around and so on and so forth. Um, and uh, yeah, and do this full-time focused on uh, on the LinkedIn strategy because the darn thing works really well. So, Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's, I mean, LinkedIn's all the buzz right now. So, and you mentioned that it's a really good strategy. And even when you're kind of coaching some, some of these agents that it became like probably the most popular ones out of six or seven different strategies, Right. So, I mean, like the, the real question I think a lot of people have is like, why is LinkedIn, you know, such a good strategy? You know, what is it about the platform itself that makes it, you know, kind of stand out above and beyond, you know, some of the other social media platforms or even platform like YouTube or, or Google that, you know, people have kind of heard of and maybe tried and haven't been that successful? Yeah, a few reasons. Um, first of all, I would say that, uh, LinkedIn uh, is is not a Facebook ad or something like that where it's uh, this is a business platform so it's business to business um, so it's it's really based on referral relationships and uh, anyway LinkedIn um, was I going to say has uh, 
there's there's a few things that that I would say LinkedIn has going for it, which you'd be surprised. Um, one is the, the uh, recent survey said most of the, and this is good for the real estate agents we're, we're talking to here, there's really no competition, believe it or not. Um, probably about 99 point, the, it's literally 99.7% of uh, people that are on LinkedIn do not use it for uh, generating referrals and sales. They just have a profile up there, so on and so forth. So you got three tenths of 1% that um, are, are, uh, are actually using LinkedIn. So the competition is not there, believe it or not. Um, and, and, and secondly, um, yeah, it is about building lifelong referrals. Uh, it's not just about getting that one, uh, one off sale or whatever that you probably get from another platform. Uh, this is about uh, getting into that referral relationship and and getting more than one um uh more than one sale or more than one referral from somebody during the year um and uh let me see. yeah and on, honestly there's no rejection on on linkedin either if this uh, if you don't mind i'll go into that for one second um you reach out to people on linkedin you ask to connect with them and or you invite to them to connect well if they don't connect there's no rejection you know we're real estate agents including myself, we get rejected left and right, but there's no rejection on that. Even if somebody connects with you and you send them a message and there's no interest or something like that, again, they just, they just don't respond, so on and so forth. So again, no rejection. So you're really only speaking to people. What I, I think about LinkedIn is you're speaking to people that actually want to talk to you and uh, my strategy in particular and what I would uh, tell anybody to do is is more of a direct messaging thing. It's not being in the middle of a feed and hoping somebody sees it and hoping LinkedIn shows mm -hmm. it to everybody. It's more of a direct uh, messaging. Yeah, so that makes a lot of sense. And I think when people think of LinkedIn, they they try to use it as more of a traditional social media platform when they generate content. Like you said, they're just in the feed, right? They've heard some statistics that, you know, LinkedIn is probably still the, the only platform out there where they will show your your content to uh, somebody who isn't necessarily connected to you or following you just based on the algorithm, kind of like Facebook was, you know, a couple of years ago. But um, obviously, that's not true, actually, to be honest with you. It's probably, again, 10% or 20% of the people that ever will even see or post. So, wow. uh so for me, again, this direct messaging or direct strategy, much more powerful, much, much more uh, smarter, actually. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I think so as well, because LinkedIn, it's a different kind of platform, right? It's not, it's not where it's, you know, like your traditional socials, like an Instagram where you kind of just post stuff and you could maybe message somebody and it's, you know, the, the search, the search based kind of looking for specific people is not as advanced as LinkedIn would be because it's more of a connection platform where you can connect with specific targeted people based on your search. Absolutely. Right. 100%. Yeah. And do you think that kind of makes it, you know, what it is that you can kind of search directly for people and you can search directly for specific people to connect with? And does that make it, you know, a better, a better platform than other ones? Because now you can, you know, like you were saying in luxury, you can target specific referral partners instead of just kind of, you know, putting out stuff and almost hoping that the right people come to you. Well, and again, uh, this is real estate or anything else. Um, yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's actually progressed over the years because you used to be able to just put in, say, uh, Phoenix 
Um, you couldn't go to those smaller cities like Gilbert and Chandler and all that, but you can get very specific there. You can get there's tricks to the there's tricks to the search where putting a certain quotation mark or certain things you can uh, around that search for it. But uh, I, I personally have a uh, LinkedIn industry list uh, that I share with people that has about 158 different categories. But for uh, for any business, including real estate, it's probably only 20 or 30 categories that would fit. But you really can put in anything. And let me just throw something else in there real quick. Um, you for for somebody going for um, uh, lead generation or uh, for sales locally, some somewhat mm -hmm. locally, like a real estate agent would. You can put in president. You can put in owner, CEO, founder, so on and so forth. So you're now and that specific city. So that's even. Uh, even more targeted. Right. Yeah. And that's something that I think you talked about uh, a lot, just from a lot of the content that you put out helping other, uh, you know, not just agents, but like other industry, uh, other industries as well to kind of connect with, you know, certain targeted specific people, not just within an industry, but within, you know, a specific company or specific position as well. So you can get really, really into the details of that. So and location and location also. Mm -hmm. So Right. And that's important too, especially I think for, for real estate, uh, you know, cause you can only kind of operate <laughs> in one location. Right. Not, not yeah. too large. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So kind of digging more into the details of this specific strategy. So what is, you know, what is the, I guess like the start of the approach, right? So you have, you know, you, you, you have your LinkedIn profile, you know, this person's, you know, just assume like brand new, they just created a profile and they, they want to get started, right? So do they just start looking for um, specific kind of people within that industry uh, to ask for referrals? You know, what what are what is kind of like the approach? How should they kind of start reaching out to people and start uh, getting in the door? Yeah, I can I can probably uh, sum it up in, in three things. So there's three things that will make it work for anybody. And so um, one of the one is that LinkedIn does allow you to reach out to 150 people a day. That's their limit. Um, and so 150 activities, whether that's some connecting, messaging, whatever that is. Um, and so that that's key because doing it yourself, which I did many, many years ago, is kind of a nightmare if you're pressing one after the other. So some some sort of automation. Uh, the, the, the messaging is super key, um, saying the right thing, not being what I'd call uh, the Gary Vaynerchuk from the, you know, the big social media guy says you can't sell on the first date. And you really can't. You, you have to say something non-salesy, as I call it. And then follow up just just uh, the same as uh, any uh, any sale has to be some sort of follow up. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I'd say those are the three uh three keys to, to, to making things happen. Yeah. So it's mostly kind of just reaching out to, to people and, and making the connection first. Right. Cause I think we've all seen, you know, we've all, if you've ever been on LinkedIn, we've all gotten the message where they try to sell you on uh they sell you on the first message, right. Somebody will, will message you directly and they'll, they'll, they'll ask you for, for a sale. And we, we get those messages all the time. So right. what would you say is probably, a good starting point for, you know, for you to be able to differentiate yourself, getting into somebody else's inbox so that they actually do read and look at your message as opposed to, you know, other people's, you know, hundred other, hundred other messages. Yeah. And one thing I left out and I, and, um, uh, because social media, you know, we all scroll very fast and we go, we right. do things very fast and we, our attention span is about seven seconds. So, um, 
the top of the profile is mega important. And so you having a picture that kind of jumps off the page or something up there that kind of stops people in their tracks a bit. And then that headline um, being a little bit more powerful, a little bit more specific, maybe, uh, you know, uh, some sort of successful, I call it setting status, because that's all they'll get to. They don't really go down any further and, and look at uh, your past experience, so on and so forth. So they're going to make a quick decision there um on uh so so that's that's number one i i would say you know make that little bit of a, an area very strong um so on and so forth then uh repeat the question again i forgot what i was going to say because i right yeah so just like how do you separate yourself um oh. from all the like other messages or all the other profiles that are just sending them the same message got it um one you never send uh in the connection people send messages so you never do that that's the worst thing you could do is to uh, send a message in the when you're inviting somebody to connect because that just gives them a reason not to talk to you, not to go look at your profile, not to talk to you. But uh, the messaging, and I, you and I talked about this a little bit, um, there's three different, again, if you don't mind if I go into it for a second, but there's three different types of messages that work um, very, very well. And... Uh, yeah, the first one I call a mutually beneficial uh, message. And that's really where you're just reaching out to somebody, like say a real estate agent, myself, hey, I'm in the uh, in the luxury home industry. I see you're in the, the, the uh, car sales. I see a BMW sales, whatever that is. Um, I'd, like to, I'd like to talk to you, see if we can um, refer business to each other, if we can pass valuable referrals to each other. That's one, one route. Um, a second route is what I call a power message. And that's the strongest one. Um, and that comes from, from you having some sort of experience with that particular, uh, where that, that would help that particular uh, person or industry. So, so you, um, I, again, I'll give you a very quick example mm -hmm. or something. Like I have a commercial lender that, that says, look, um, hey, I just helped so-and-so, somebody similar to them. So whoever you're reaching out to, if it's a car salesperson or whatever it is, um, I just helped so-and-so uh, bring in X, uh, purchase a $10 million uh, building or whatever, or, or bring in a certain amount of revenue to a, to a title person or a loan person or a realtor. I just helped so-and-so, some, some, something powerful. A second portion of the message would be how easy that is, um, you know, whether it's inexpensive for them to do that, uh, why whatever you have is much different, so on and so forth. And then immediately right into, um, hey, if it makes sense, let's hop on a Zoom. It's really kind of short and sweet, but powerful, actually, where you're saying, hey, I've done this for somebody else. I can do it for you, too, without saying that particularly, without selling it. Um, and last but not least, if you have a lot of connections or even, uh, but it really works when you have a lot of connections on LinkedIn that you haven't spoken to. Um, you either haven't spoken to, you worked with them five years ago, so on and so forth. And I call that a casual message. And that works very well, actually. Um, I, I, I call it reigniting a relationship. So you can send that casual message out that that says, hey, uh, I don't want to be one of those guys that, that uh, connects and forgets um, and uh, like to actually talk with you, some, sim something similar to that, a little longer than that, but like to actually talk with you and see if we can help each other out. If you notice, I didn't say 
uh, I do this, I, I, I'm a great salesman or anything like that. I, it's always about helping each other out. And mm -hmm. so so if you if you say, hey, we haven't talked in a while or we never talked or what, what uh, yeah, it's just a, I call it reigniting again. Um, and uh, that worked super well. And again, very short saying, um, hey, if it makes sense, let's just let's hop on a quick 15 minute Zoom. Let's see if we can help each other in some way. And then, uh, yeah, then you take it from there on on the calls On the calls is when you can sell. You can sell whatever you want, how you want and when you want. But this initial message, again, those three, none of them, the mutually beneficial isn't hard sell. The power is a little bit stronger, but it's not hard selling again. Um, it's saying, hey, I just did this for somebody else. I, I, my business actually 5X'd when I did that. Um, when I used a message that say, hey, I've, I've succeeded at helping you know, somebody similar. Um, or a real estate investor. I've, I've been able to get four properties last year, whatever that is. So, um, and yeah, and the casual message uh, works super well also, because then people go, oh, we haven't spoken in a while. Yeah, let's get on the phone. And then the referrals happen. Right. That's so it. these are actually, yeah, these are great tips. And I guess like for all of them, they all have a similarity where they're not hard selling on the first message, but you're trying to get somebody onto a live call. So that way right. you can actually have a conversation with them. Um, and then in that situation, you can then bring stuff up. And even with COVID, you had to do the the, the Zoom or the or the right. call or whatever. But now you can meet. And uh, I'll just give you another example, if you don't mind. A business broker in Arizona, actually, um, he did meet a certain, he was just going, uh, actually, he's a SBA lender, and he was just going after business brokers. But he went ahead and met them, um, about 20 of them. He, he, he met he met them um and he had something different and unique again it's about you being a little bit different and unique so he would do a for their clients if they came to him he would do a little business plan for them but he 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 met 20 people and and now they're not just giving him one referral so they're they're it's it's more than one referral uh so this is probably still way underneath it all about quality not necessarily mm -hmm. quantity of people but quality where somebody is, is giving you more than one referral a month or whatever it is. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's just a quick example. No, that's a great example. Actually. I, I like what you said there about, uh, quality over quantity. Cause I think a lot of people, when they think, when they think prospecting, especially like direct message prospecting, um, they're trying to hit certain numbers, right? They think that if they can get, you know, 200 people every week to respond to them and get on a call, then that's, that's what they need to do. And it doesn't really matter if they give them one referral or half a referral or a hundred referrals, they're, they're going for the, the quantity uh, and not the quality of people. So when you're and kind of, yeah, go ahead. Let me add a little something to that. Um, again, even if they respond and, and then you look at their profile and you say, Oh, wait a minute. Um, I don't think we can help each other. So on and so forth. Mm -hmm. You don't have to, you're not obligated to. Um, so you can actually still pick and choose once um, you're connecting and once they're messaging people, you can pick and choose who you do want to meet or get on a call with and on a Zoom. Right. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. So even when you do connect with somebody, you don't necessarily have to work with them. You don't have to feel obligated that right. you uh, you have to be their, their referral partner or have to Correct. be a good fit with them. Right. So it's, it's actually, it's very, it's very dynamic because now you're reaching out to people you can be very specific in who you work with and then you could actually choose even after you connected with them whether or not you actually do want to continue that 
that business relationship. Yeah, and and this is a business platform. People are on there to sell, to do business, to get referrals, so on and so forth. Um, and some people, uh, like I said, very few people actually do that. Unfortunately, for for them, unfortunately, but um, uh, yeah, it's not a Facebook, it's not an Instagram where we're just being fun and so on and so forth. It's it's really it's a business platform. Right. Absolutely. And when it, when it comes to that, uh, right. So would you suggest if somebody were to kind of build out their profile that they don't waste any time kind of posting anything or should they maybe post a little bit just to kind of boost their profile and maybe boost their, uh, you know, like you're saying, like padding their resume almost, um, or should they kind of just not waste any time on that and just go straight into messaging? I'd be really focused on the messaging, but no, I would mm. probably, uh, to me, social media, no matter where it is, is for branding. So mm. uh, I'll give you an example of myself again on the luxury when I was doing the luxury or home sales or whatever. Um, I would put a spectacular looking home and just say, hey, today's featured home, whatever, uh, you know, probably once a week, today's featured home and send them to my website, so on and so forth. So I think if you want to brand yourself as something, yes, do do some, but I wouldn't I wouldn't focus on it because people don't see it for one, um, and and the uh, LinkedIn strategy I'm doing is kind of automated anyway, and so you're really not spending uh, a lot of time on LinkedIn itself. You're just responding to things, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I would say just some a bit of branding, but mm-hmm. but uh, that's about it. I yeah, I would do a little bit of it. And give people yeah. an idea of who you are and you can throw just like other platforms and i think you would agree with me here you can put kind of social things up there once in a while too to show you're a normal person or whatever um you know so yeah yeah i think so yeah so i mean i think people misunderstand how they should be using content right it's more for kind of branding and getting right. people that you already connected with or who might already know who you are to build like a deeper relationship to um, kind of, you know, reinforce that, that you are the expert, not necessarily bringing people in directly from that. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Perfectly right. said. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, so you mentioned automation for the LinkedIn strategy that you're using. So let me kind of talk a little bit about that is, you know, maybe like why automation will be important. You mentioned, you know, earlier that you can connect with 150 people a day. Um, you know, it's probably a lot more uh, than what people can handle. So that's probably one of the reasons, you know, automation comes into play. Well, let me, uh, let me, uh, yeah, just give you LinkedIn's parameters that um, they, so you actually can only connect with uh, LinkedIn um, got very, very uh, strict over the last couple of years. Um, And so you literally can only invite to connect a hundred people a week. So that's 400 a month. And then a certain amount of that, you know, 25% or whatever will connect with you. Now, the the app I use happens to have a little way to get around that. <laughs> um, and so can you kind of take it up to about 200 a week or so that you can invite? Um, but but yeah, it, again, if, um, yeah, doing it yourself is an absolute nightmare of sitting there and hitting connect, connect, connect or whatever. Right. And uh, the automation does, again, you can kind of tell it what to do and how to do it. And, and, and it's 150 activities a day, not, not necessarily connections. Um, 
So they won't get overwhelmed, actually, if they're even if they were doing 200 invites a week, again, probably 40 will, well, 35 or 40 will actually connect, will be on LinkedIn and connect or whatever. And then um, you're messaging them. And then maybe three, uh, four, you know, a certain amount, a small amount of those or, or a certain uh, figure of those will then say, hey, let's talk or whatever, so on and so forth. So uh, it, it never gets necessarily overwhelming, but um, it allows you to uh, do something else while that's automation going. <laughs> so, right, yeah, and I mean, you could be taking, a, you know, like a call, right, from yeah, right. somebody right. you already met you met on LinkedIn last week. So, yeah. it does free up a lot of time. And I think you know, whenever you're doing something that takes, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of repetitive action, you know, some type of automation, especially now with the technology that we have available today, sure. you know, yeah. it's. Yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely much better uh, use of your time to um, right. outsource that. You know, have some other platform do it for you because you know at the end of the day, your best time, like the best spend of your time as an agent, is going out there talking to clients, showing houses, listing houses. And if they have an assistant of any nature, mm -hmm. you know, a virtual assistant or assistant of any nature, the that that can be taught very quickly to that person. Also, it can be shared with them, and and they could handle it for them and just they would just receive leads. Mm, yeah. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't that be nice, right? Just right. have somebody else handle it and just receive right. leads. Sure. Nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. And for just a real estate agent specifically, right? So we mentioned the three different messages, the referral, the power message, and also the casual message. Yep. So kind of from your experience, um, you know, as an agent yourself and working with other other real estate agents well which one of the three have you seen kind of be probably the most useful and uh or the most most effective use of you know a real estate agent's time specifically is it the referral is it you know casual kind of catching up with a lot of people or is it more like the power message um going after specific you know clients well it depends i i would say it depends on their experience or how long they've been in the business so a new agent i would say do the mutually beneficial connection no two mm -hmm. ways about because they got to meet people in their area that they haven't met um, and uh, get into some sort of uh, relationship with them. So that I would say, if you're a newer agent, go down that route. But if you're an existing agent, let's just say you had three or four or 5,000 or 10,000 um, uh, connections, then um, the other two work when you're a little more experienced um, because the casual one, again, um, goes back to uh, reigniting relationships. I've had many people, not just the one gentleman I met, mentioned before, where they've gotten all sorts of business because they go, oh, you know, COVID stuff wasn't happening or whatever. And then now they get back to them and so on and so forth. Uh, the power message is the most effective, but that comes from an agent that's probably been really working something hard, um, such as investors, uh, where they can say, hey, look, I, I just helped John last year, um, you know, purchased $3.6 million worth of stuff, gave him some money, he got some money back to rehab the thing in closing, whatever that is, or whatever, so on and so forth. Um, so that, that particular, that power message is the most powerful by far, but um, it, it really needs to come from uh, an agent, let's say that is really specializing in something and can back that up with, um, with some figures. Hmm. Right. Kind of like what you did with, uh, with luxury, right on that, on that side of it. 
Yeah. And the LinkedIn, actually, you know, my LinkedIn strategy, I'm telling people straight up, hey, I just helped this lender, uh, this uh, commercial lender or whatever, add an extra couple hundred thousand to his business, you know, by doing this strategy, you know, uh, and then they they get back to me and go, oh, yeah, let me let me talk to you. Let me at least hear what you got to say. <laughs> so the power message is, um, yeah, if you're niching yourself in some, that's the most powerful. But the others are fine. They're mutually beneficial. People do want to get into a referral relationship. Sometimes you don't get, that's where the follow-up comes. You don't necessarily get a, a referral right on that first call. Um, but um, you do find out about each other's business, so on and so forth. And that's where I say, uh, not only be following up on LinkedIn, I'll give you another example in a second of a, of a, of a real estate agent, but um, you can... Uh, you can all, I would put them in a CRM or something. You could tag them LinkedIn, whatever that is, and uh, put something in front of them every month. What I did personally um, was about the third of every month, anybody that I had that call with or whatever, I didn't want them to forget me. So I didn't want to kind of like give a business card and you never see them again. Um, so I would say, hey, thanks for the referral if they gave me one. I didn't get, um, you know, I didn't have anybody uh, to, that wanted to buy a BMW this month or whatever. Um, I just wanted you to know you're top of mind. So you, you stay in front of them no matter what. Um, and more than one way. Uh, the, uh, the gentleman actually taught me the power messaging and wrote a book on all this stuff. Um, he followed up about five different ways. So, you know, that's just like uh, any, any sales, you know. Right. Yeah, but I would at least... Um, I would at least um, stay in touch with them on LinkedIn. And now when you get, you you can send them a second message uh, a month from now or two months from now or whatever, and a third and fourth. And uh, another example, just uh, hopefully this helps, a uh, agent in Atlanta uh, just went after CEOs. So that's all she wanted to talk to. And she sent out that mutually beneficial thing. She talked mm -hmm. to some of the CEOs and so on and so forth. Now, about a month later or so, um, she would put uh, a luxury listing in front of them that she just took. And maybe the, maybe the next month, some, uh, another one and so on and so forth. And it led to uh, three or four sales of, of that kind of nature because she put something, again, I'm just saying that, um, yeah, she's putting something in front of them and you can literally send different messages at, at different times when, when, you know, change the message up a little bit. <laughs> right. Yeah, I can't send the same the same message every time. They don't feel like, oh, what's going on, <laughs> right? Person sending me the same message every month, but right. staying top of mind, it, it is very important, right? It doesn't. It's not just exclusive to to LinkedIn. It's for any like like you said, any type of sales. If you're not reinforcing yourself, just like we we're talking about with branding, then people are gonna gonna forget you, and then somebody else is gonna come along, and they're gonna they're gonna take that client away from you. Sure, absolutely. Um... Yeah, top of mind is was actually the words I used. I said, "Hey, I just wanted you." I tell them I, that I I wanted them top of mind, but that gives them they see it, they go, "Oh, Hugh just got a hold of me. Oh, maybe I've got a a a, a sale, you know, a listing for him, or I've got a buyer for him." Yep, absolutely. So you mentioned new agents, um, kind of using the referral strategy, and that being um, the mutually beneficial strategy, and that kind of being probably the best one to go after. So. That's my question is, and I think a lot of new agents will probably think this as well, is do you think that if somebody who's kind of newer to the industry or brand new to the industry, that they could 
they could only use the LinkedIn strategy and they wouldn't necessarily have to go out there and, and do anything else. I'm sure there's a lot of people that are very attracted to this strategy. They really want to use this um, to kind of start generating leads, but kind of like from your experience, would, would it be, you know, would it be wise to only use this strategy or should they kind of be thinking about maybe two or three different other ones as well, you know, just to generate the referrals back to, you know, maybe some of their mutually beneficial relationships. Um, no matter what, I would absolutely say, yeah, have have a couple, uh, two or three other things going. I always did. I I set some luxury open houses, uh, vacant mm -hmm. ones or whatever, things like that. Um, I had a bunch of strategies, you know, that uh, and, uh, you know, some were data driven or whatever. But um, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't rely on it because even um, now it can make you a lot of money as a real estate agent. So let's just say you've got one referral a month. That's 12 a year yeah. uh, from one, one person, you know, uh, uh, and that's without somebody giving you more than one, but, um, but let's just say one a month, that's 12 depends on the price range you're in. That's, that's some pretty good money. Um, but I wouldn't rely on it. No two ways about it. I would still be that go getter in, in a few other, uh, areas, but, this again doesn't take up your time necessarily um you just need to wake up in the morning and you need to check your messages that's something i didn't mention you really need to go to linkedin.com first thing in the morning and see if somebody said hey let's talk and now follow up uh yeah. whatever that's the first thing you should do every morning and i tell people if you would just do this five days a week if you would press the button five days a week and if you would follow up with people it will lead. Now, a newer agent has to build that because they don't have the connections. Uh, maybe they only have 200 connections or something like that. You still have to build it. Um, so it might be a touch slower, but um, it, it again depends. Depends on who you reach out to and, and, and so on and so forth. Yeah, I think so as well. I think a lot of people starting out, right, they need more sources kind of of, of business coming to them. And even for this right? For this mutually beneficial kind of message, right? You want to have people that you can actually refer uh, to them, right? You don't want to be misleading the right. other party. Try to help each other. No two ways about it. Right. Yeah. And do you think that, you know, for this, for this exact strategy, right? So there's, you could be reaching out to other, you know, other vendors kind of within your local area. But I think the other one I was thinking about is for real estate agents and, you know, specifically is that they could be reaching other agents in other states and building referral partnerships that way as well. Because essentially in that case, you know, the real estate agent can only operate within the parameters of their own state that they're licensed in. Right. So if they have any client kind of moving to a different state or moving from a different state, that could be a potential source of referrals as well. So have you seen anybody kind of use that? Or do you think that's any, there's anything wrong with using that strategy as well? Uh, there's nothing wrong with that strategy. It wouldn't be my focus, though, um, because I again work. We're not necessarily a local business, but let's just say myself in Arizona, you, you can't go northern Arizona and things like that, yeah. or even even to California um, necessarily. You couldn't sell there, and so um, and the new agent. If we're talking about the new agent, um, um, yeah, the experienced agent. This that might work a bit for, but I would. It would be mm -hmm. a second third priority as far as I was concerned I'd be really going after um, I would tell a new agent I'm working with one right now that um, that he flat out should go start searching for president is that actually that the presence of companies or whatever 
um, and 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 the app or link, uh, yeah, the app that I use allows you to filter that. So you take out real estate agents, or you know, you can clean right. it up. Is is what I'm saying. But uh, yeah, um, I found very successful, especially for a new agent, is putting in president, and you stick to one thing for a few weeks. You know, you don't you don't just keep jumping around, and then mm-hmm. do an investor next week or whatever. Um, but you can hit them different ways. The president, the CEOs, founder. Um, you can even hit a restaurant. You know, you could even hit military. You whatever you want, um, and, and so on and so forth in a specific location. So I would still be quite focused on that. And uh, yes, you could build that um, out, but that wouldn't be, uh, I think, as as direct, unfortunately. But. Right. Yeah. So I I think what I'm what I'm thinking more of like it's just like agent to agent referrals. Um, it's just yeah. like if you had like another agent in like California, and we all know like there's a lot of people moving out of California into like right. a different state. So maybe if you were in one of those states, you could potentially you know find different referral partners in certain cities that are moving in and out. Now that I would consider something like California because they are really coming. Yeah, I would consider something like that. I wouldn't. Yeah. That, that makes sense, actually, or I think there's some other states that they're really coming, let's say to Arizona, yeah. but wherever you were, um, yes. Right, yeah, so I think the big ones, um, just for anybody who's listening, because, you know, you could be listening anywhere, so the big ones are definitely California to Texas and, you know, New York and most Northeast states to Florida, so right. those would be right. the big opportunities. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, and just kind of one one thing that I was pretty curious about with when it comes to like this specific strategy or just any LinkedIn strategy is on the recruiting side, right? There's a lot of brokers and kind of team leaders uh, just going out there and looking for agents to recruit to their teams. And they use LinkedIn or they wish to use LinkedIn as, you know, a piece of that strategy as well. So when it comes to recruiting, especially kind of within the industry, um, is there maybe like a different strategy that you would use or is a similar strategy that can be applied um, on the recruiting side as well? No, I have actually done that with, uh, an, you know, agents in California, another guy in Philadelphia, whatever. Yes, absolutely can be used as recruiting. You just have to, uh, again, you have to unique uh, speak uniquely. Um, so right. if you're going to send a message that has to say, hey, uh, I've been doing such and such, whatever, and you know, and and I, I'm not, you know, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but right. um, uh, I, I've been the power message would actually work with uh, mm-hmm. recruiting. I would say um, the mutually beneficial wouldn't necessarily, <laughs> yeah. but the uh, or the casual, but yeah, the, a power message that that just made you unique in some way without the hard sell again, um, you know, in, in some <laughs> ways saying, Hey, I've been doing this. And I have a, a guy was did very well again out in California, a boutique office. And I don't remember what he said, but he didn't hard sell, but he said, Hey, I'm in such a city. I've been doing this or whatever. We, we do this. Uh, hey, if you'd like to talk, let's just hop on a call yeah. or whatever. So it absolutely um, has worked and will work. Uh, especially if you have, um, you know, you already have a, uh, a successful business or, or um, team, so on and so forth, and you can bring somebody into that team. Absolutely. Um, has worked and does work. Again, the non-salesy approach just on the first message. 
you can sell anybody you want as much as you want on anything you want once they're on the phone or once they're uh, in person or so on and so right. forth. But that initial reach out has to be worded correctly. That's all. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the first message is, you know, you never want to be, so there's a couple of things I think we got out of this is that the first message is you want to be unique. Um, you don't want to just be, you know, kind of be just like everybody else. So there's got to be some type of attention grabber or curiosity. And then the second one is just, you can't try to sell get or get somebody to buy on the very first message. It needs to be a little bit shorter and it needs to more just so capture attention and buy you uh, buy you more time essentially into like, like you say, like an actual situation where you're having a conversation with them and you can then actually go into detail, kind of figure out what their needs are and then figure out if, you know, even if it will be a good fit, right. On a call or Absolutely. locally, if it's in person. Right. Yeah. yeah. You hit it on the nose there. Yeah. Right. So those are just some things to, uh, to keep in mind. Uh, if you're actually going out there and uh, just, you know, messaging people, it could be LinkedIn or really, I mean, any other platform that kind of comes, comes as well. Um, just make sure that the first message is unique and you're trying to just buy yourself more, more time with this individual um, as well. Yeah. And again, another example is uh, uh, again, I think this was a gentleman in Arizona. Um, I'm not sure exactly. He was doing some sort of lending of some nature, but when he got on the phone with people, he did other things. So he did trusts and he did things like that. So the conversation can go wherever. Um, right once you get on that call that really that initial thing is is about just initiating some sort of relationship but yep. again you can go as far as you want and uh once you meet somebody or or are on on a uh in communication with them yep right absolutely yeah so i mean i think linkedin is really just a really dynamic platform and just it's very powerful and you know i guess it's a, it's a shame that not as many people are using it so um, I would appreciate it <laughs> that you you come out here and uh, you know start explaining some of these things and the content that you put out. I really appreciate that. And uh, hopefully, you know, anybody listening to this podcast or viewing this anywhere would uh, you know take some of these strategies, go implement them. And um, and just with kind of one last thing, I know you do a lot with like just helping people one on one and helping people um, set up automations as well for their LinkedIn. And uh, it's very it's very not costly. <laughs> if you will, especially compared to some of the other programs that agents are uh, are used to. So um, if you wouldn't mind, if anybody who's listening to this or watching this wanted to reach out to you or wanted to know a little bit more about kind of what you do or set up this LinkedIn strategy, you know, what are some of the some of the best ways to uh, to either find you or kind of find these uh, find these tools as well? Yeah, and like we like we did. Uh, what what I really uh, the best thing I can do for anybody is screen share the entire strategy on a thirty right. minute Zoom. Um, like, like we did. So I go through yeah. the automation, I go through the messaging so that, you know, I don't hold anything back. Um, mm -hmm. and, and yeah, the best way is, uh, it's either LinkedIn itself, Hugh Thomas yeah. Lorch, um, or azhugh at gmail.com is fine. And if they want to text me, that's fine. Also 602-492-4844. So yeah, those are, but, and, and that and um, again, I don't need to hard sell or want to hard sell anybody, but the uh, uh, into working together or something like that. But yeah, I will share the whole thing with somebody on a thirty-minute Zoom as we did, um, and uh, and and you know let them make the choice from there. But without, um, yeah, they and I, I don't know if I want to put a, a 
a number on the, but the app that you know is super cheap. It's people right. charge hundreds and thousands. The app's fifteen dollars a month that yep. uh, I'm using, and so I, I tell people, why would you not use that forever? You know, fifteen dollars. <laughs> right. You know, you can keep messaging people on LinkedIn for not this year, only next year, the year after, so on and so forth. Not breaking the bank on a Facebook ad or something like that. So, um, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, that's my two cents on that. <laughs> right. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. And you put out a lot of great content on your YouTube channel as well uh, when it mm-hmm. comes to LinkedIn strategy. So I definitely will uh, will link that below and uh, link all the information below so anybody can kind of check you out. And uh, you know, if they want to book, it's just a quick thirty minute Zoom. It's a really simple strategy. Um, yeah. I mean, fifteen dollars a month. You know, couldn't think of any better deal than that. So yeah. Yeah. it's not going <laughs> to break the bank, and uh, it's going to drive a lot of a lot of good leads um, in, your, in your business if you if you do this correctly. So yeah, do it correctly, and and also just I say five days a week. Can you press a button, and can you follow up? You know, really, it's not that difficult. Yeah, sounds sounds simple enough to me, right? Five days a week, just press a button. <laughs> yeah, and and then follow up. Obviously, follow right. up and sell, and and so on and so forth. But uh, be yeah. yourself. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, yeah, Hugh, I want to thank you again for coming on and kind of sharing your knowledge and a lot of value here for our audience when it comes to LinkedIn marketing. I think it's a great strategy and encourage people to reach out if they um, they want to learn more about this as well. Um, other than that, um, is there any kind of last thoughts you want to leave with the uh, leave with us for uh, let you sign off here? You know, I hate to use this. I, I, I hate to use this word, but it's really true. But LinkedIn's a gold mine, really, if you use it correctly. So if you if you if you uh, do use some sort of automation to to get out numbers, obviously, um, and uh, um, and the messaging, you get that right, and like we've talked about throughout this uh, throughout right. this podcast, um, get that right, so on and so forth. It really, really can work. <laughs> it works very well, but yeah, you have to. Just uh, just like anything else, you kind of just have to give it its give it, give it uh, focus. You know, five days a week probably give it some sort of focus. So, but um, yeah, that's that's about it. Right. Awesome, Hugh. Thanks so much. It's a great opportunity, and I want to thank you again for sharing it for listeners tuning in. I want to thank you for uh, joining us today, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Take care. Thanks, Kobe.